0: Gumbo holds a very special place in my heart, though, because I think it is the summary of a realization that I came to as far as, like, the current role that I play in many people's lives around me. And um, realizing that that role is very similar to my father's role. Like, I was doing a lot of reflecting this year about how I'm more similar to my dad than I thought. And um, I always knew I kind of patterned after him kind of naturally, in some ways, kind of intentionally. But it's shit that I went through in the past year that made me realize that, like, just as a problem solver, you know, as a man, as a husband and a potential parent, I'm very much like that nigga, you know what I'm saying? And um, realizing that made me analyze you know, why he may have been the way he was in so many different ways. Like, it was like, yo, I get it. You know, when it didn't come from a conversation, I was just sitting one day like, fuck. <laughs> this is what my dad went through. But yeah, so like, with Gumbo, it's almost like a coming of age to me when I here, and as I wrote it, like, accepting the fact that, like, nigga, this is your adulthood. Like, spent a whole lot of time trying to figure out when you, what you gonna be when you grow up, or how you gonna be when you grow up, but you never really fucking realize when you grow up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a set age where you reach maturity. I kind of explore that a little bit within the verse in terms of how I interacted and how I conducted myself based on how I was raised. Ended up turning into me. Being similar to my parents in, in a number of ways, like in the joint, I say um, plot a million dollar plans, but I need food up in my fridge and I got babies in my face that need my time the way I did when I was holding down a place and pops was pulling double shifts. I ain't even peeping then, but now I know just how I get when your duty and your dreams can breed neglect and discontent life a bitch, because even if all that you do is really rooted in love, it's more to it, but you still got to pursue it with love. And, like, that whole second half, like, as writing it and, you know, just in my personal development, like, that's something that I, that I came to understand. Like, my pops was always, like, a super ambitious dude, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he had plenty of runs in his lifetime or whatever, but, like, you know, I kind of caught the more settled down version of him and like he was more of a no nonsense to get to the money, take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? Just be chill. Very very and very mild tempered, very even tempered and just super responsible. You know what I mean? And he put that on like me and my brothers early through talking and also through demonstration. You know what I'm saying? Like we stay home a lot. We had to be fairly independent. Like He wasn't really big on, like, slapping curfews or telling us where we can and can't go. Or he might not cook. He might just leave some money and be like, hey, y'all go figure it out. And, um, you know, because he'd be getting off one job, picking us up from school or whatever it may be, and then bouncing off to the next job. So he was always coming and going. And, you know, as an adult, that's kind of been the story of my life is, like, coming and going, whether I was working and going to school or whether I was... You know what I mean? Working, going to school and going to the studio or doing music or, you know, working, going to school, doing music, running a studio, or running my business or, you know what I'm saying? Coming home, being a boyfriend or a husband or like a big brother or a son or whatever, taking care of what you got to take care of. It's like it's some shit that I never really noticed. It kind of just happened. Like one day I woke up and I looked and like these are my fucking roles. And like I noticed that I handle a lot of that shit the same way that he do. You know what I'm saying? I try not to complain too much. And um, in my ambition, sometimes it could cause me to be distant and kind of like stray away from people because I'm doing what I'm what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It ain't really a lot of emotion involved. I'm just doing whatever the fuck needs to be done, and that affects a lot of the relationships around me in the same way that I feel that you know that kind of affected me and my dad's relationship in a way. I think we got a pretty good relationship. You know what I'm saying? But Not being able to be there because you working two jobs or something, is something that I didn't notice was such a struggle until I found myself doing the shit. So that's kind of what gumbo was for me, and like wanting to be more available, more accessible, but still having to do what you got to do is a tough fight. You know what I'm saying? And then we go on to explore that in other songs. So I really fuck with gumbo. and just the rhythm of it, you know what I mean? That's that's a little bit faster than I typically rap. So to be able to to, to dive into, tap into that level of the craft to match the pace of the joint and still be able to communicate, I was impressed with that. So that's, that's what I'm talking right. about. When your duty and your dreams can breed neglect and discontent, life a bitch. Because even if all that you do is really rooted in love, smoke to it, but you still got to pursue it. If the nights bring you sadness, hope the days bring you
1: peace you survived Peace. through the madness through okay. uh, gumbo to me like when I write like I feel like I'm I'm going off of like a feeling like it's not always like heavy thought or experience based when I'm writing it's really going off of like how it makes me feel so like with gumbo I honestly it's weird I kind of imagine like my inner self talking to me a little bit. Like, it just felt like a devil and an angel on the shoulder. Like, one one side of me was saying, like, you have responsibilities. You are the oldest child in your family. And the other side of me was saying, like, fuck that. Take a vacation. Go get some rest. Work and keep your head down and don't look up and look around you. So, like, with Gumbo, um, I kind of, like, I kind of, like, play with, like, the feelings of responsibility versus just wanting to just isolate. Um, So the lyrics, I started out with, um, oftentimes I feel like I'm out of the time that we only granted one time, better not take your time. So like the better not take your time part, in my head, it was like multiple voices. So like the better not take your time was like that voice, not like motivating me saying like, you know what I'm saying, get your shit together. So still I rise, breakfast and grind till I can't recline. One of them said, I'm tired, I'm fine, I'm tired, I'm fine, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? So I was just, like, going back and forth from my head, like, convincing myself that, like, I'm good. So then I ended up with saying, I'm strong. Build a home, fill it with everything that you've longed and probably lacked when you was little. I can't relax till money as long as a list of my things to do. I'm always on edge. Balance that with infinity pool. So back to what I was saying, like, you know, all of the responsibilities I feel like I have, um... As an older sibling, um, just as a wife, I sometimes just want to just say, forget all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's where the line about, I'm always on edge, balance that with infinity pools, you know, taking a vacation or taking the time to just isolate. And also, like, when I'm writing, I like to find, like, a rhythm. So... Like, I found, I found a bounce when I was writing it that I really liked because the beat was just, it was hypnotizing to me a little bit. Like, it was infectious. So, like, I just, I kind of get in that groove and I, like, a lot of times I would just get in that groove and I don't really worry about too much about, like, bars or nothing like that. Like, I'm just trying to just get the feelings off. So, at the end of this song, leading into Fight, I wanted to kind of, like, give a segue because, you know, I, I, we were intentional about like making songs seamless on this project. So the lyrics were, I step up when a fuss come my way. What's given up to a champion? They throw dirt on your name, but the frame out of clay. Can't destroy what they ain't built, so where the cash is. One step in front of the other, make way. Let a swing float, move another day. So I was paying homage to Muhammad Ali, um, So where I say, like, you know, I step up when the fuss come my way, that's just about me stepping up to the plate, like, no matter how hard life gets or whatever I'm going through. Um, Because what's, you know, what's giving up to a champion? They throw dirt in your name but the frame out of clay. So that was just playing on, like, what they were trying to do to Cassius Clay when he was going through his name change, where he was, like, holding his ground on his beliefs, standing his ground on his beliefs, um so i wanted to kind of throw that in there and kind of play with that a little bit um so when i say like it can't destroy what they ain't built so where the cash is you know that's just like braggadocious like where the cash is like where the money at but at the same time i still paying homage to like cashless clay so i stuck um the fuss come my way What's giving up to a champion They throw dirt on your name but the frame out of clay Can't destroy what they ain't built So where the cash is One step in front of the other make way still Let swing, float, move another day
0: move.